Support for this podcast and the following messages comes from Texas Mutual Insurance Company, proud to support the many Texas businesses who make safety their number one priority in the workplace. More information about Safety Focus Workers' Comp available at WorkSafeTexas.com. Blog Talk Radio. Lucid's Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way, with new eyes. So, stay with us, and together we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, Spiritual Awakening Through Democracy. And before we explore this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey, founder of the Lucis Trust, and Lucis Trust sponsors this show. Alice Bailey also wrote 24 books of esoteric philosophy, and those 24 books are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on this show. The following thought is also from the works of Alice Bailey. When the world has in it more truly awakened people and more thinking men and women, we shall see a purification of the political field taking place and the cleansing of our processes of representation instituted as well as a more exacting accounting required from the people of those whom they have chosen to put in authority. Are we there yet? No. (laughs) I didn't think so. (laughs) The short answer is no. It's interesting, this topic of democracy. People might think spiritual awakening through democracy, how can spirituality be mixed with politics? But if you're familiar with the books of Alice Bailey at all, you know that... um, they do focus on uh, global political systems uh, from the spiritual point of view with quite a bit of seriousness and some very interesting insights. And that's what we want to bring out in this discussion today. Interestingly enough, just a year from now, uh, we will be installing the next president of the United States. And uh, this program is being... um, broadcast at a time when there are uh, several nations undergoing the democratic process with very different um, uh, outcomes. Pakistan is facing uh, an election and one of their main political leaders has just been assassinated and people are rioting about it. Uh, Kenya, which is one of the more stable countries in Africa, had an election where 
in some precincts it said more than 100% of the people voted, which is very interesting. (laughs) (laughs) More than 100% of the registered voters turned out, and so the people who supported the losing, supposedly losing candidate, are turning out in the streets and killing each other over it. And in this country, we are just about to... um, Well, we already have entered into the uh, primaries that lead up to the election in November. Most interesting is that one of the leading candidates on the Democratic side is a direct descendant of Kenyans who are killing each other, and he is running for president. So there are a lot of loose ends that come together in this theme of democracy. It's definitely one of those great ideas, as Alice Bailey put it, one of the great world ideas that we're still in the process of working out. Yes, and I think it it is along the line that uh, there will be a spiritual awakening. I mean, it's it's necessary if if we follow the path, we, I mean humanity, if we follow the path that is destined to follow, and there needs to be a spiritual awakening and I think democracy of following the path of democracy is one way to reach that uh, stage and uh, as because uh, democracy demands more of the people and it demands <coughs> informing yourself and it demands that we uh, take responsibility for the leadership of our <coughs> of our respective countries so it, it's a it's a, a very unique uh, stage that we're going through right now, and it has many many possibilities. Yes, and I think a lot of the possibilities of the democratic system haven't been realized yet. It's not um, a particular um, form of government. Democracy isn't that's uh, uh, just a set concept, and that we know exactly how it should be practiced. It's an evolving idea, democracy is. And Alice Bailey makes this quite clear in her um, analysis of it. In fact, she links democracy to one of three great spiritual energies, along with communism, which has pretty much fallen on the wayside, and um, totalitarianism. And she links them to the first ray of power, totalitarianism, the second ray of love, wisdom, democracy, and the third ray of active intelligence, communism. And in their ideal state, each one of them has something of spiritual benefit to contribute to human evolution. But for democracy to be practiced with wisdom, I think one of the main things that has to be broken apart is the idea that uh, it's just a system where one individual has one vote and then you add up all the votes and the majority winner is uh, considered the victor. That's a very infantile understanding of democracy, I think, because that puts all these emphasis on the individual, which was uh, considered the zenith of um, idealism in the age that is now passing out. The emphasis has, for the last several thousand years, been on the sanctity of the individual, and rightly so. But now the coming age, the new age, is going to put an even higher value on the group. 
And this is where democracy, I think, has to shift into a higher level. Right, because the um, the new consciousness that is <clears throat> coming into existence through many of the more awakened human beings will have more of a soul quality to it, and uh, that will that will indicate the nature of the work that uh, goes into producing a democracy because the soul on its own is group conscious and as that those soul qualities uh, begin to manifest more naturally through each human being then there will be a natural tendency to work more as a group and by way of a group even group consciousness can be quite um, separative and limiting We look askance at societies like Kenya, like Pakistan, where tribalism governs the uh, choices of too many people in the way they vote. They vote according to their tribal loyalties. But is that so much different than our society where PACs, special interest groups, and so on, have such a dominant role? and where individuals basically make their choice uh, of candidate based on what that person will do for the individual and his family and closest ones. In other words, people vote their self-interest. And that's just assumed that, well, of course, everybody votes their self-interest. But I'm saying that I think we have to think in terms of the common good and uh, the larger uh, welfare of society If we impose just our own personal values, uh, whether they pertain to people's sexual practices or their views on religion or how they feel about immigration, if we impose our litmus test of our personal values on a candidate without considering what's best for the larger society, I think we're being quite tribal in our own attitudes. Right. We haven't... uh gone beyond that uh, individual focus and special interest in our own special life. Uh, and uh, that that's the way most people seem to uh, judge a candidate nowadays. They will uh, see what what this candidate thinks and it, does it um, does it correspond with what I think you know and and so the the thinking doesn't seem to expand much beyond that self-interest and uh, and and also the power of money mm-hmm. the power of money is so much uh, uh, the the influence today that uh, the people don't always really have much of a say in who the candidates are going to be because it so much of it depends on how much money they can uh, uh, garner to uh, put on their campaign. Yes, um, money is a huge consideration in the American um, uh, election system, but I think it could be somewhat overcome if we put equal emphasis on um, information being given out to people and on people seeking the information that is available. I mean, everyone can read a newspaper if they so choose. Almost everyone has access to the radio or to television and in those media to the most thoughtful treatments of the issues if they so choose. But it seems that people want everything given to them in shorthand 
related to uh, the issues today. They want to look on the Internet for a few headlines. That's not enough, I don't think, for a democracy to be successful. People have to study the issues and think deeply about them and familiarize themselves with what the candidates stand for. And all of this puts a great responsibility on the individual, which is, I think, what was implied in the opening thought that you read, Robert, that Alice Bailey said, a cleansing of our processes of representation. Yes, we need better candidates, a better system of government. But she said, as well as a more exacting accounting required from the people of those whom they have chosen to put in authority, if we hold our elected representatives' feet to the fire with more vigilance and with a higher standard of what we expect from them, I think they would do better. Basically, I've always believed government is about as good as uh, people deserve. In other words, we get the form of government we basically deserve. If we're not paying attention, well, whose fault is that? Yes, and when a low percentage of the elector of the uh, registered voters uh, don't don't turn out to vote, then fifty percent, fifty percent, even if that much, mm-hmm. and uh, so we're not living up to our responsibility as uh, citizens of this country. Mm-hmm. And um, that can't be excused by saying, well, none of the candidates offer anything or they're all alike. No, they're not. There are great differences. It's just that people have to pay more attention, I think. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight. Our topic for today, Spiritual Awakening Through Democracy. We have a special offer from Lucis Publishing Company, and that's the Alice Bailey book, The Destiny of Nations. World problems are increasingly complex as the population of the planet increases and as nations become interrelated and interdependent. This book, that is, The Destiny of Nations, explains why it's important for the future of humanity that we understand and cooperate with the spiritual laws and forces that work within civilization so that individuals and nations can be rightly related to the the evolving whole. That's the essence of what you'll find in the Alice Belly book, The Destiny of Nations, and uh, you're you're very fortunate today because today we have a special on that book. It's available for $12, free shipping and handling, if you mention Inner Sight, that you heard about it on Inner Sight. So if you'd like to take advantage of this offer, please send a check or money order, $12, to Lucis Publishing, Lucis L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. That's Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. If you'd like to get in contact with us for any for any reason whatsoever, um, um, many people call us to get a general package of information uh, about Lucis Trust. Uh, what is Lucis Trust? Is it a religion? Well, no, it's not a religion. Uh, it's a spiritual philosophy organization. I, I don't think organization is even the correct word. You know, I think the commonality is that people in Lucis Trust, they, the commonality is that they all read the Alice Bailey books and talk about the spiritual uh, concepts within those books. 
So give us a call if you need to get in contact with Lucy Trust, 1-866-695-8247. Once again, the toll-free number, 1-866-695-8247. The easy way to remember the number, 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of 1-866-NEW-YORK-LUCIS. All of our inner sight programs can be heard on our website at www.lucistrust.org. On the home page, you'll find a link to today's program, which will be available for hearing in a day or two. Last week's program is already available, and many of our past programs can also be heard. Once again, www.lucistrust.org. The theme of each week's program is posted in advance on our website, so that you can see in advance what next Sunday's program will be. And also, we want to thank you very much for your financial support, uh, your donations. Well, that's what keeps us on this radio station. We can continue doing these shows for you. So if you want to help us out, and money is uh, greatly needed to support our efforts on radio. So once again, if you'd like to send a donation, send it to Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Um, <clears throat> I've been reading uh, various books of the Alice Bailey books, and uh, I haven't come across the uh, other book on politics. Uh, what would it be? Would democracy, uh, according to the books on Alice Bailey, would, be, would that be the best form of government uh, that would be along a, um, the path of divine consciousness or spiritual evolvement? Well, uh, it's interesting that Alice Bailey really named three different types of government uh, in um, one of her books, The Externalization of the Hierarchy, in which she linked them, as I said a little while ago, to the three rays uh, totalitarianism, enlightened dictatorship of a sort mm-hmm. uh, for some societies, she seemed to imply, is related to spiritual power, the power uh, aspect. Democracy is related to wisdom and love, and communism in its ideal state, not as we know it practiced by uh, the now defunct systems of Eastern Europe, is related to active intelligence. And um, so she's saying, I think, that democracy isn't for every society. And this is a major misunderstanding that this nation, among others, has made too often, I think, by uh, assuming that every society is just pining for a democratic system and that if only the bad guys got out of the way, these societies would function as democracies. Mm -hmm. I don't think so, because Alice Bailey implies that... um, It's a suitable system, democracy, only for those societies that accept it Mm. and that mold their national life on its principles, which would, I think, include the value of every individual, the right of every individual to education, to access to uh, information, to the freedom to express personal viewpoints that might differ from those of others, But if you have a society where everybody is expected to conform to particularly strict, rigid political or religious um, values, there isn't a lot of freedom there. And in such a society, I don't know how democracy could work. Maybe in those societies, 
an enlightened dictatorship is more suitable for what they envision as a right standard of living. I don't know. Yes, it's been one of the mistakes, I think, of this, or the leaderships of this this country to uh, think that they should impose uh, democracy on other nations of the world. It can't be imposed. No, it can't be, and it should not be imposed. And uh, so it's, it's up to the, actually it's up to the people of the United States to work out this um, this process called democracy. It's our responsibility to um, bring it to the height of uh, as far as it will go. And we should realize, too, that democracy is only an intermediate stage. It's not the end result. It's not the, uh, the distant future. Uh, there are other forms of government on the future, in the future, that will uh, <clears throat> take, take the place of democracy. But we need democracy right now to prepare us, and I say the, the citizens of this country are those who follow a democratic process. We need the d- democracy to prepare us for what's coming in the future. So it's a kind of a preparatory stage that we're in right now, just as because we're going through uh, two different ages. We're in the transition stage between what is called the Piscean Age and the Age of Aquarius. And there are new energies coming in and old energies passing out. And that's why we're having this great conflict right now between in the um, the so-called democratic uh, democratic countries. I think it's interesting that um, Alice Bailey implied that democracy needed to be um, perfected in the United States because this is such a multicultural society. There is such a diverse uh, community that makes up American society. And so for a society this diverse to achieve uh, a, a really um, fine system of democracy would be a major triumph. And in fact, the esoteric keynote of the United States, Alice Bailey said, is I light the way. Well, I don't know if we have done much lighting of the way in recent years, but that should inspire our best efforts to um, find a better uh, approach to the way we govern ourselves. And one of the premises of democracy is the basic equality of every human being. And this is uh, enshrined in our uh, Constitution, that uh, all men are created equal. We have not expressed or manifested that ideal, but we do at least give lip service to it. And democracy hinges on that equality, don't you think? Well, yes, and she's very strong on, in educating uh, children today on the on the need for uh, regarding the equality among among the people, among of all kinds of all races, all religions, and uh, the uh, the differences are only as a matter of birth. You know, where you where you're born in the world usually depends on your religion or your politics and um, so it, it uh, that all has to be transcended and realize that those differences are not uh, things to to divide us and uh, we need to transcend the these differences 
and realize that there is under the, the skin there is this equality. I think one of the ways we transcend those differences is by uh, is through the educational system, which needs a lot of work, uh, so that children of all communities and uh, states have access to uh, a decent education. How are you going to have a democracy if you don't educate your children in citizenship, in responsibility? Too much is said about the rights of uh, individuals in a society like this, and not enough, I think, is said about the responsibility that citizens owe to their society. I think a lot more could be um, said about that to our young people, that we are born to contribute to the society, not to take from it. And um, another aspect is finer values. We hear a lot about the coarsening of our culture, which uh, is uh, blamed a lot on the media. But we have some responsibility in what we choose to immerse ourselves in. Finer values, better education, uh, a fairer judicial system, a spirit of synthesis in the way we see ourselves as a people, looking above the differences. All of these play a part in the true democracy towards which we are striving. And trying to understand the larger whole, I think that is, that's where the real spiritual aspect of the awakening through democracy comes in, because once you can look beyond your own self-interest and your own little uh, interest, in, interest in your own particular life and are able to look beyond into the greater good of a whole nation, then you will begin to uh, think more in universal terms and that's where the real spiritual awakening happens because then uh, you're looking more towards uh, what democracy in the future should bring to the, uh, to the nation and to the people. And taking that a step further, I think we need to think more about what the place of any particular nation is within the larger community of nations. It isn't just enough to think about the larger good of the society, meaning American society, British society, Nigerian society, but beyond that, the global community. And we see some very interesting reactions being uh, produced by globalization today, where the forces of globalization of wholeness are converging on societies and there are people who are suffering as a result but the outcome I truly believe will be better because we are realigning all the parts within the larger whole of our planetary life and the democratic system where responsibility is anchored within every individual human being is deeply spiritual seeing each human being as a cell in a larger life, a contributing necessary cell. That's where the group consciousness of the soul comes in because it, it is able to overlook the individual uh, aspect of it and to see how you are contributing to the greater whole. And that in itself uh, expands your mind and that's what's really needed for the democracy of the future. Alice Bailey said the democracies with all their present ineffectiveness, having them the germ of that which is truly new.
for they're an expression of an upward surging towards self-rule and self-mastery by humanity as a whole. Please take advantage of the special offer from Lucis Publishing Company, and that's the Alice Bailey book, The Destiny of Nations. It's available for $12, and uh, with that you can also get free shipping and handling if you mention that you heard about the offer on Inner Sight. So it's only $12 for The Destiny of Nations. What you need to do if you'd like to take advantage of this offer is to send a check or a money order to Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. That's $12 check or money order to Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. That's the destiny of nations. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called The Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Morning, sleepy. Guess you want McDonald's for breakfast? Uh, how'd you know? You're sleep humming the McDonald's jingle. I don't know what you're talking about. You just did it. No, I didn't. So, McDonald's? I could use my cafe latte. There's a McDonald's for every morning. Start your morning at McDonald's with a delicious sausage biscuit and savory hash browns for only $1.50. At participating McDonald's for a limited time cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. How do you not hear that?